You're listening to the Lux Lounge Podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate. And now, here are your hosts. Your spring break. Now, I know you did some baller stuff. All right. No, okay. You balled out, all right. son. All right. All right. I'll talk about it. Go ahead, baller. All right. So, uh, baller. my family, uh, we went to Waikiki. Waikiki is beautiful. Hawaii. You know, it's it's great time. Great time. Uh, we actually had a penthouse suite, which was amazing, overlooking the ocean. And um, it, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So, definitely want to thank the uh, grandparents for that. Uh, Thank grandparents, yes. Yes. We love you. you know, Bill and Shirley did a great job with that. Um, you know, and then uh, I think the highlight of the trip is uh, we went fishing, deep sea fishing. Deep, deep you went sea. deep sea fishing? I went deep sea fishing. is something that's what? been on my list for a long, long time. Um, and we went, and I caught a 25-pound mahi-mahi. Wow. It's massive. It was big. I definitely uh, enjoyed it. It was a very tasty fish, by the way. You said 25 pounds? 25 pounds. Doesn't sound like a lot? No, it sounds like a whole lot. Uh, but if you saw this picture of this fish, I mean, I, I reeled it in. Yeah. It was right? amazing. And it was the only fish we caught on the whole six hours we were on that boat. <laughs> yeah, and when you were talking about the rough seas, we had rough seas as well. Very, very rough seas. And I decided at 5 o'clock in the morning to chug an energy drink to help give me some energy. And that did not work out for me as, what's the best way to put it? I was chumming the water, basically. Oh, nice. You're helping to attract the fish. Attract the fish. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Yes. On the side of the boat, the entire entire six hours. Uh, Very noble of you. You know, I was trying to help out the the cause. And obviously, it didn't work out. But, I mean, I I ended up getting the fish. I guess it was kind of a a good thing. But, hey, it's it's all right. I, I was not mad about it at all. It's kind of the way it happens on the boat right yeah can't go wrong with that so i mean normally i do cruises so i didn't think i'd get a seasick but uh i did not anticipate us going on those kind of waves yeah yeah on this like literally eight seater boat yes completely different especially if you're on a cruise (laughs) ship which is like basically like a a skyscraper in the water that thing kind of like just floats yes as it goes along and they have stabilizers and all this other stuff to make it seem like you don't feel it uh but yeah, no, it definitely uh, was one of those. Uh, it was it was it was fun, and amazing, somewhat rough, but uh, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would do it again in a heartbeat. But that was probably the uh, one of the the highlights of the trip. We ended up taking a, a trip up to the North Shore. Um, North Shore is fun. North Shore is amazing. Plenty of places to eat, shop. See the waves. That's kind of like the surfing capital of the world, or something like that. Yeah, or something yeah. Like they got some serious stuff. You know, yeah, you know we what were, you're doing. Yeah, we were in off season, so we didn't get to see some crazy waves. But I guess uh, when it's in season, these waves are, you know, untouchable, <laughs> dangerous for yes. the amateur. I mean, I, you would never see me out there. Put it that way. Yeah, you won't even see me. Case. Yeah, no, I'm not a surfer, so I don't. I don't know. I don't know if my body's buoyant enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but nonetheless, uh, we had a great time. Uh, definitely, and you did Pearl Harbor too, as well, right? Another bucket list item. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, it's been a uh, definitely a dream of mine to go see Pearl Harbor. Um, kind of like military history type stuff, and you know that was one of the things I always want to see. And is uh, you know going out to the memorial, it was 
emotional is kind of, I don't know if it's the right word, um, but emotional is what the one I'm going to use. Is a, You just feel different on this memorial, knowing that the USS Arizona is right below you and, you know, there was, uh, you know, people who perished inside because they couldn't, you know, get it open and things like that. So um, they didn't want to ruin the, you know, the integrity of the, the ship at that point because you know it causes a lot of chaos and things like that so they left it alone and it, i mean it, it you know the stories you hear and it, you know it, the videos you watch you know while you're there is just it's just phenomenal yeah it just hits you hits you hard right and it's so. probably a little different than like watching the movie pearl harbor with the love story which with josh harden 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 yeah and the other guy that i can't remember off the top of my head it's probably a little different than that. I mean, that should probably have real stories. I mean, nonetheless, you can still have love stories and things that are happening, but you know, you know what I mean. You know, oh. Ben Affleck. Oh, Ben, big Ben, big Ben, big, no, big ben. ben. Somebody's different. That's the Steelers' former uh, quarterback. You can't have, well, you can have one big Ben. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You can't have another one. Well, that's another conversation. Ba. Yeah, Ben Affleck. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it's just you know, I. I the the movie has a great you know Pearl Harbor scene of the bombing and things like that. Um, it's all wrapped around a love story. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Yes, there's a lot more involved and things like that. But uh, you know, you know, great movie. But uh, definitely, it's a movie. <laughs> it is a movie. <laughs> it's theatrics in yes. a sense. So, but I mean, nonetheless, you know, we uh, it, it was phenomenal. Something I would uh, you know I highly recommend anyone who's out there. Um, I would go see it again. Uh, things like that. But you know. As a family, we had a great time out there. Um, you know, just can't wait to see where we do next week. So, uh, I'll tell you what, it's crazy. Next week, next next year, next yeah, next next year. year. Yeah, next I don't know where break. we're going. Yeah, next spring break. We're gonna figure that out. Well, uh, well, my wife's gonna figure that out. <laughs> I remember one time. That's how mine is too. Just tell me where I need to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I remember one time I was out in Waikiki and we got some mopeds cruising around and. This is right when I started doing real estate and ran into a vacant lot, just a lot. It was a uh, seawall lot. It was about 150 linear feet. I know about 300 linear feet of seawall that we're off of. Uh, maybe about an acre and a half. Guess how much the lot costs. Just take a random guess. I'm scared to even guess a number. Yeah, just get really just a lot of money in regards to what you're going to guess. Let's say $2 million. $2 million, Try $48 million. Just $48 million. $48 million. $48 million. So just shy of $50 million. Yes. And that's just for the lot. Uh, there's no house on there. So after you, know, you find your bucket of gold and you buy the lot, uh, you still need to put up a house. Which is like, wow, this is amazing. This is uh, Black Diamond. Black Diamond was the the area, uh, I believe. It's like the, the volcano and all that stuff that's around there. Yeah, no, I mean it sounds great, but uh, I think I'll pass. Yeah, yeah. Too bad we don't have forty eight million. I mean, gosh, I don't know if I would spend forty eight million on that lot. I probably would take the forty eight million, and do something different with it. I would agree. Yeah, so much more to do. Yeah. Speaking of people who have a lot of money. Let's take this to real estate, real estate side. So I uh, <laughs> ran into a wonderful article, and it talks about, I believe it's BlackRock. BlackRock is one of the largest investment firms, if not the largest investment firm like in the world. Uh, they have trillions of dollars that they are invested in. 
Uh, and they just so happen to be a big player in real estate, which happens to offset a lot of first time home buyers. Uh, and so we, we've noticed, I think one out of every seven homes that are bought in the nation, they are buying and then they're re- turning around and renting out the property in the nation, in the nation. Yes. And so which the crazy thing is that what you have is that the way that they work is that they can pay cash and they can pay cash right then. And then they can give you whatever the type of closing that you need in order for you to get out of your house. So, you know, on the selling side, I mean, this is perfect, you know, for a person that's looking to like, all right, Hey, I want to offload my house. I can get paid in, in two weeks, uh, make this thing work out. Uh, and then I just sell it off to the said person. However, uh, the, you know, person that's actually looking for a home, that's not an investor. Uh, they, run into some issues because, you know, here it is, they're going against a person that has multiple billions of dollars. That's a hard person to try to go against, you know. And, you know, another thing that they're, they're seeing is that with sellers or folks that are in the neighborhood is that ultimately what happens that, you know, everyone's home value takes a hit because of the fact that, you know, here it is, this group, they own X amount of homes, you know, and they're, you know, it's an investment property. So there's only so much that they're doing to keep things, you know, the upkeep on the property. You know, they're doing enough to make sure that they're not having any HOA violations, things like that. On the side for renters, uh, well, they don't own the property. And so there's only so much ownership that, you know, renters are taking or the tenants are taking uh, when they have the place. And so you can easily run into an issue where, you know, people are just, neglecting the maintenance that needs to get done on the property and ultimately that can drive down the prices of home which is no fun no fun at all for the people that are you know just want to live in a good neighborhood or if you find yourself where you're just looking to buy a house for your family i mean we were running into that a few times where you know we got people out here there i mean gosh we could put in multiple multiple offers multiple offers as in over a dozen and even more than that on you know homes that we're trying to win and unfortunately you know some of these people are losing out to investors yeah i mean just doing a quick google search here it shows that blackrock owns around 60 billion with a b in real estate assets that's amazing that is amazing that and is the housing market in the united states is is basically worth about 36 trillion is what it says and they own 60 billion of it. 36 trillion. Wow. That's some numbers right there. Yeah, no, that's some serious numbers. That's, that's serious crazy. Numbers. That's crazy. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, shoot. So, what are we seeing on the side of how to combat against that? Looks like uh, HOAs are, have been coming out with different ways uh, in order to try to, uh, you know, suppress some of the investment type of property. So, you may have. Uh, the HOAs will say like, hey, you only can, you know, purchase X amount of properties. Uh, you may have to have a, you know, sign off from the seller in, in regards of it happening. Because, uh, you know, everyone in, in regards of the HOA, you know, they want to protect the the interests of, you know, the people that they represent, which is the homeowners in the neighborhood. And the last thing that you want to have happen is home values go down for the fact of, you know, the neglect that you have on the property. That's crazy. Yeah, things you got to do. Yeah. No, yeah, things you got to do. And so uh, another thing we will transition into is uh, people looking to buy. Renters right now. Renters, best time. If you're looking to do something, we 
would recommend that you look to do something now. In the last year, I believe mortgage rates have gone up maybe about one and a half points mm-hmm. percent, one and a half percent. I think that's that's a better term to put it out there. Uh, the national uh, home, uh, you know, medium sales price for homes is $394,000, which that has jumped up about 30% when it's out there. And if for anyone that thinks that we are in a bubble and we're going to like this thing is going to kind of, you know, subside, uh, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. Uh, it is just sheer economics. What happened, right? What we have right now is that I believe we need about 3.8 million new properties to be built in order to, uh, satisfy the demand that we have right now. Obviously, developers are not able to do that, and that's going to take quite a bit of time. Yeah, and I think the the bubble is is kind of more related to um, an abundance of inventory, not a lack of inventory. Right. So, right. yeah, it's kind of like the other end of the spectrum. So Exactly. Yeah, so what we have is that, you know, when there's a, you know, this uh, restraint in inventory or there are certain, you know, reasons where, People are unable to build. Developers are unable to build. Well, the demand is still there. And so that's what really is jacking up the prices, you know. And what we're seeing is that, you know, people are paying. If it's a beautiful home and we have what I consider to be a legacy home. What is a legacy home? It's a home that is the corner lot that has, you know, the three car garage. That's everything that is on your list. It checks everything off on your list. If you can get this house You'll be in this house for probably a good 20 or so years. You know, you're going to go ahead and get your kids, everyone through this home. And then when you're ready to go ahead and downsize, you're going to go ahead and and do that when it's ready. But typically, a lot of folks, when you you find this type of home, you are going to, you know, basically do anything that's possible to get into that house. And then when you have that house, you are, you know, you're going to hold it as long as you need to Mm -hmm. as we head forward. So, you know, for example, we had a good client where... You know, I think we had up to 18 offers on a property. Uh, it was over 47 showings, and we're able to win. Uh, here it is. I think we came in about 8 to 9% over listed price in order to win this property, which is yes. kind of a typical thing. So we know as we're walking into it, this is what the average what we're seeing. Uh, but, hey, they got the house. And that's, like, the key thing because this house is a beautiful house. They'll be in this house for the next 25 years, and they're set. You can kind of set and forget it, you know. Uh Sometimes, you know, it's hard to try to make that that gap happen. Uh, but also, you know, kind of key thing, as we say for on this demand side is that there's 17 people that put, you know, other people that were part of the offers that are still looking for homes, along mm-hmm. with more people that are moving here. Uh, as you know, we have, um, you know, businesses are getting a little bit more loose in regards of working remote. And you're able to just go ahead and find a place where like, oh, hey, I'm going to go ahead and move from California. Uh, I'm going to sell my house and get all these proceeds and I'll go ahead and pay cash for a house out in Arizona, you know, and be able to get more house than I had out in San Jose and some of these other places. Much more house. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting. It's, uh, it's, it's, as I was saying, you know, I I think, you know, as being a renter, you know, it's great if for temporary, uh, you know, type of things. Uh, but really honestly, uh, one of the best ways in order to build wealth is, to own a property. There's a, another statistic that's out there that shows that uh, people that own basically have a 41, they're 41 times more of a net worth than a person that's renting. So hmm. it kind of gives you an idea of like how important it is to when you're able to 
buy that property, hold on to it, and then be able to take that money and roll it into the next house that you head for. And that's one of the, the basic ways that you can help to build wealth and then get to the point where you can build generational wealth. Mm-hmm. If you play your money right and if you're doing the right things and you're building up your business, uh, obviously, you're going to have to find a financial advisor, Elroy Masters. Raymond James. Uh, nice plug for another BNI hey, member. You can make it work out for you, but that's kind of the key thing. You know, you got to have an end goal when it's all said and done. I figure that a lot of people, you're not trying to do this forever. You know, hey, everyone has their health and what they want to do. And honestly, I, I would like to just keep working out, just keep working out, you know, and then eventually if I, I don't have to do all this stuff because I, I have enough investment properties and things like that, which is not a problem if you're not BlackRock to have investment properties. I want to say that right off the bat. So if you happen to be an individual and you own, you know, you know, 10, 12 homes, 19, that's fine. That's fine. I, I think you'll be able to manage. Yes. You know, when you have $60 billion in assets of homes because of uh, zero interest rates for the time being, you start running into you know, yeah, we can really talk, you know. Uh, so, hey, I guess in concluding uh, our situation as we're talking, uh, renters, hey, talk to your mortgage rep, talk to your real estate agent, talk to us. You know, if you need to get a little bit more information on how some of this stuff works, the better that you can get into finding how to get a property, the better you're going to be off. Uh, the key thing we'll say is save right now. Save for X. And, you know, X could be, hey, you're looking to buy a house. Maybe you hear a great stock tip, any of that stuff. Just make sure that you're saving money and get ready for when you are ready. Make that purchase because it's going to be one of the biggest purchases you ever make in your life. And it will be a life changer for you. It'll be a game changer when it's all said and done. Yep. You're actually paying something towards something you own. Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting the money on the equity of it and everything. So there's... Win, 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 win. Cons of buying compared to renting, you know, but it's 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 whatever fits your boat. But you know, we're here if you want to own. Yes, yes. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. Patrick Davis, Edward Slisky, and we are the Salt and Pepper team, spicing up the real estate estate market. market. So hey, uh, please feel free to reach out to us if you want some more information about our BNI group. Please let us know. BNI Legacy. Uh, every Thursday at 10 a.m., 10 to 11:30 at the Industrious Building at Fashion Square, uh, and well, I guess we'll we'll look forward to seeing uh, you guys next week, next next sometime, so here some, in the near future. Yes, yes, we'll be doing these quite a bit, I think. Right, yeah, we're gonna have our good uh, friends uh, from our our group uh, that actually build luxury dog houses, which are amazing. So we'll have to get into that. That's gonna be, gonna be. I'm amazing. excited. About that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about some of these amazing 70. $75,000 dog homes, which that's sounds high amazing. inside. Yes. That's very right. high end. It very is. high end. But hey, All right, we'll talk more about it is what it is. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Lux Lounge podcast, the official podcast of Urban Lux Real Estate, located in Old Town Scottsdale, Arizona. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star review on your podcast player of choice, follow the show on Instagram, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have questions for Joe and Dave, feel free to write in to luxloungepod at gmail.com. We may talk about your question on the show. If you would like to learn more about Urban Lux Real Estate, please visit our website, urbanluxre.com for more information.
This podcast was produced by T-Door Productions. Intro music by Doug Maxwell. Outro music by Track Tribe.